New team at the top of the Eastern Conference standings. Its name is the Miami Heat. Miami got incredible contributions from off the bench and another phenomenal performance from Jimmy Butler to leapfrog past the Wizards. We'll have your recap next. You are locked on Heat. Your daily Miami Heat podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, Heat Nation. It's a Friday edition of Locked on Heat, your daily podcast covering all things Miami Heat. However, you may be listening on YouTube, Odyssey, or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for making Locked on Heat your first listen every day. I'm David Ramil, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Wes Goldberg. We're coming to you here from FDX Arena. You might hear some background noise in the background, but you know what? That's okay. We're here. Where we want to talk about this great heat game. And we also want to remind you that this episode of Lockdown Heat is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. What I'm not loving is this background noise, but that's okay. <laughs> hopefully, the, uh, hopefully our listeners can forgive us. The people watching on YouTube, as you should be watching anyway, can see where we are. This is like the Bacardi Lounge or something. I know you're recording. I think people that can actually could probably just see my pants in your background, I think, on YouTube here. So we're trying to make this work. We're trying to do this for the listeners. It's You know what? This is part of the fun. This is the nitty-gritty that nobody talks about. You want us to make credentials and get the access that only our team can provide. Right. And at the same time, when we record the recap and we're here at the game at the same time, this is what you get. Not always the most polished product. But then again, kind of reflective of the Miami Heat. They weren't the most reflective, polished product either. They started off similarly. Segway. Yeah. That's the way they started off yesterday, too. They were bad from the, in the first half. Yeah. And then eventually they got it going in the third half, mostly because of Jimmy Butler. Look, we should mention both teams were on the second night of a back-to-back. No Tyler Hero. He injured himself in a freak play against the Pelicans the night before. He had some wrist soreness, so he was held out of the lineup against the Wizards. And they weren't getting their scoring punch off the bench, but they got it in other ways because Gabe Vincent wound up having his best game as a member of the Miami Heat, yep. including his first career dunk. But I think the story of the game, albeit Jimmy Butler and his phenomenal performance, is Miami continuing to make a push and, again, standing on top of the Eastern Conference as of tonight. Yeah, look, everybody was, two weeks ago was saying, hey, the Heat are legit championship contenders, right? They had one of the best records in the entire league. Their net rating was out of this world. Their point differential was best in the NBA. And then they lose three straight games. And part of that was because they were on the road. A big part of that was because they didn't have Jimmy Butler, who was having uh, MVP chance showered upon him from FTX Arena tonight. Um, and now the Heat have won four straight games. And they've done it without their complete lineup most of these nights. Um, and and now they're – and tonight they beat a Washington team that was at the top of the Eastern Conference. And by winning that game, they now have the best record in the East. All of a sudden, the Miami Heat are back to number one. David, I wonder if we start seeing that same stuff from a national perspective about whether or not the Heat can win a championship, if they're certainly the best team in the Eastern Conference, because that was the storyline early in the season. We got away from it. But right now, they're as good as they've ever been. 
I think the story will shift to look how, how crowded things are on top of the Eastern Conference, that there's no specific team that stands out. Both the Nets are pretty good, obviously. The Bucks are making their push eventually. They'll be healthy. Uh, the Heat are pretty good. Can you take the Wizards and the Bulls seriously? I think that's where people will start to kind of focus more over uh, rather than just kind of heaping too much praise on Miami because they did have a minor setback here. But I'm, you brought up a great point because Jimmy Butler – had another phenomenal night tonight. He had 30, was it 30 something points? I can't recall exactly. Uh, almost 32 points. Um, 11 yeah. of 19 off the floor. I'm sorry, from the floor. 10 of 10 from the free throw line. So not impacted by the new rules and regulation whatsoever. And four steals. You asked Eric Swolstra a great question because Jimmy Butler, his timing has been so phenomenal especially defensively, just being able to intercept passes, break up passing lanes, things of that sort. And Spo kind of just – he just gave all the credit to Jimmy. He just said, you know what, you can't teach those kinds of things. He just has this incredible timing, uh, closing speed, I think, was the terminology that he used. I mean, he's doing it on both ends of the court now, David. Not now, but always. Um, you could tell he's in midseason form. The effort is there in a way that I think takes other – get uh, uh catches other teams off guard right you kind of know what you're getting when you play jimmy butler when you play bam Adebayo, when you play kyle lowry i think theoretically right but when you're coming into this arena or you're playing the heat and there that's the team on the other side of the court and they just come out and they are trying so hard and they are taking charges they are uh trying for offensive rebounds in a way that nba teams have kind of gone away from in recent years and you've got jimmy butler just play, playing passing lanes i mean i think a lot of basketball fans like why wouldn't you play the passing lane it takes so much energy to do that defensively. And then Jimmy Butler is going down there on offense and posting up. Like, this isn't just him jacking up threes, right? Like, this is a lot of high-effort stuff on both ends of the court. And this is why you don't really have two-way players like Jimmy Butler in today's game. is because it just takes so much energy. Um, and this is one of the reasons why I think Jimmy Butler is playing so well, why he yeah. should be in the MVP conversation, why the Heat largely are playing so well. Because teams just don't do this in the regular season. And Eric Spolster has this team playing so hard. And they're missing, and I said they're missing guys every single night, and it just doesn't seem to matter. I didn't think they were going to get over the Tyler Hero thing, honestly. Early in the game, they just kind of got out a little bit sluggish. You said not polished, all this stuff. I thought they were really missing that spark because when they have done that, when they've come out a little slow, like they did against New Orleans last night, David, it was Tyler Hero who gave them that spark, right? And I know Jim Butler's one that had the triple double, but it was Hero that gave him that spark, and he wasn't there. And I was kind of wondering, like, where is that going to come from? They didn't need it. Gabe Vincent gave him the spark anyway. But Jimmy Butler was there. Bam Adebayo was awesome. 20 points on 9 for 16 shooting. Just picking his spots so well. Taking what the defense gives him. Letting the game come to him in such a really mature way. Eric Spolster talked about it after the game. He's almost like a point guard in the way that he just sees the game and just picks the right spots, gets teammates involved, and just does what is needed of him. Um, and so that's my long, my, my, my long rambling sort of monologue on sort of why the Heat are where they are right now. No, it was phenomenal. And look, we keep seeing... Different versions of this team. While there were similarities between what they did tonight and what they did yesterday against the Pelicans as far as being able to come back starting off sluggishly and then still figuring out a way to dismantle a feisty 2-13 and 13 Pelicans team, the Wizards are, if not legitimate, they're a good team. Bam Adebayo said so in his postgame presser, gave full credit team. to the Wizards. Yeah, and, and they figured out a way to combat 
the Wizards' strength. We talked about this. I tweeted earlier in the day. The Wizards are a very good team at limiting three-point opportunities for their opponents, holding opponents to about 30 three-point attempts per game. The Heat only had 26, far less than their average, and yep. only able to capitalize on 10 of those. So they shot 38.5%, not a bad shooting night, although, unfortunately, Duncan Robinson continued to struggle on Thursday night, just two of eight from the floor. But the work was done in the paint by Bam Adebayo, by Gabe Vincent, again, his first career dunk, and by Jimmy Butler, who incorporates that turnaround jumper almost flawlessly. Just a phenomenal performance from him, taking over the game, getting to the line, slowing things down, and just attacking the paint, finding those seams of the defense, and being able to contribute offensively, not uh, you know carrying a huge load. And that's just what he's capable of. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about some other players that stepped up in the next segment when we give out our player grades. But first, just a reminder if you're an NBA fanatic, you might not have heard about Prize Picks, but Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, offering more NBA props than anywhere else, and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. All of your users that deposit and use your promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100. Just be sure to use the promo code NBA. You pick two to five players and an over-under on the projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected number. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code NBA or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Okay, boys and girls, it's time for a player grade. Let's do two of these, David, because I think we're going to spend a long time talking about these two guys. The first one I want to talk about is the guy we just talked about. That's Jimmy Butler. Here's my grade, Jimmy Butler. Can you see this? I can't. It says MVP. It says MVP, David. That's his grade. I love the fact that he's getting those chants. I love even more the fact that after the game, when asked about those chants, he said, that doesn't matter to me. All that matters is a championship. And that's why he's getting those chants. And it was, to me, fitting that Dwayne Wade was in the building tonight because that is the way that he carried himself, too, when he was leading Miami to championships. And um, I, I just love that juxtaposition of Jimmy Butler coming out here, scoring 32 points, outdueling Bradley Beal, who had quietly 30 points, I thought, quietly 30 points tonight. But... Um, yeah, I think Jimmy Butler, this is not just a grade for this game, even though he was fantastic like we talked about, but it's a grade for how he's been all season long. And I think we need to have this conversation. You look at the points per game now. Look, Jimmy Butler's always been an advanced metrics darling, right, for years, especially in Miami, just all that stuff, the top five in PER, net plus minus rating, whatever it is. He's always been a plus in those, one of the best in the league in all those metrics. Now he's got the points to back it up, and it's partly because Kyle Lowry is there doing a lot of the facilitating. It's partly because Bam Adebayo is there, P.J. Tucker is there, these guys uh, doing a lot of things defensively so that Jimmy Butler doesn't have to do everything defensively. And Jimmy is just able to pick his spots a little bit more. He's able to completely uh, just sort of lay out in his game. Um, and for people not watching on YouTube, they're like closing the curtain on David right I don't know that I have a way out of the Bacardi Lounge, but we're going to figure that out after we're recording. David, Jimmy Butler, he's putting the points up, and that's my greater that's my greater point and, and reason why I wanted to bring him up. He's scoring 30 every single night now. I think he's going to finish in the top 10 in scoring in the NBA this season. And if that's and, and if he keep this record, and Jimmy Butler is doing that, doing all the things that he's doing defensively, because we know he's going to finish on one of the all defensive team categories. He's going to be an all-star. He's going to be an all-NBA guy if he keeps this up. And the Heat, if they have this record, 
like the MVP the MVP chance will will stretch beyond FTX Arena. I have to say this is this is probably my favorite episode ever of Lockdown. We've been doing this for. <laughs> It seems like 10 Ambient years we've been doing this. Yeah, not only, just the curtain draped over my head as we're yeah. recording this. It's like I, I've become one of the orange and red chairs here at FTX Arena. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, look, you can't see this. This is, if you're listening to this podcast, and, and thousands of you listen to this podcast every day, thank you for that, first and foremost. Yeah. Thank you for making Lockdown Heat your first listen every day. And for the thousands of you that do listen to it, Go to YouTube just so you can see the shocked look on my face as I'm covered, shrouded by a black curtain separating me from the Bacardi Lounge. This is what this we is, do. This is what we this, do for the listeners. This is commitment, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, <laughs> this is we could have gone home, we could have wrapped it up, but we said, you know what? Ah, you know what? I, I, I wanted to go home. Wes was the one who said, you know what, let's just knock it out. But anyway. Yeah, and I don't back, think that was the right idea, but we'll figure it, we'll find out if we're allowed out of this arena. To, to go back to Jimmy Butler, I, I just it's a phenomenal performance. Like it's so. Yeah. I I am. I've seen a lot of great players over my course of, of following basketball, covering the sport, and just watching Jimmy. And, and I'm glad that you brought up the juxtaposition. Great word, by the way, of Dwayne Wade in the building because for so many years, I don't know that Dwayne necessarily got the accolades he deserved. Sure, there was the individual attention and everything else, but he didn't get the MVP awards. Uh, you know, he's talked about right. it, that he was somewhat robbed of the award. For years, my definition was a player who could impact the game on both sides of the ball, who can take over game in certain moments and just dominate. Dwayne yeah. was certainly capable of that. Um, and I think Jimmy falls in that same category, just a guy who can shift everything because of his defensive presence and then just give him the ball and he'll take over. And he can do so much offensively. Like we're, I, Ben Golliver mentioned this in a recent episode. He said, you know, Jimmy Butler might be underrated. And I think a lot of people kind of took that sound bite and kind of ran with it because, to be honest with you, I think he might be just a little bit underrated. You don't necessarily appreciate all the things he can do, whether it's because he started off as a role player in Chicago, because he was a, a, a what was it, a, a you know, a product of the system necessarily. Right. Didn't necessarily, you know, didn't stand out until he was a, a little bit more mature and then started getting that kind of individual accolades and attention that he deserved. Maybe it was the, the problems in Minnesota and then not fitting in exactly in Philadelphia. But he comes to Miami, and this is three years now of him just being an incredible presence out on the floor. And I know that I'm, I'm starting to wax a little bit too poetic about Jimmy Butler, but watching well, you, him play – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. You're, you're, I think one of the reasons why he is underrated is because he doesn't shoot threes at a high volume, and all the stars now do that, including LeBron. LeBron's shooting like eight or nine threes a game before he got hurt. Uh, he doesn't do that. And in a lot of ways, he reminds me of Dwayne Wade. It's just like he uses the entire floor, uh, but he doesn't need to shoot threes in order to do it. And when I when I say that, I that's that's all that two-way stuff. But he uses the middle of the floor. He sprints uh, in transition. He's getting pick sixes and all this stuff. Like, he just uses the entire floor and he owns it in a way that just it, – it is so reminiscent of Dwayne Wade. Um, I want to move on to the next player, though, David. And Let's it's Gabe it. Vincent. Gabe Absolutely. Vincent. And he gets an A. How's that? This is the Bacardi menu. <laughs> he gets an A. Uh, using your he's using your surroundings, props. I mean, if you can't get the tie and glasses, right. you can get the menu. That's perfect. That's right. That's right. Uh, Gabe in tonight, 18 points on 6 for 12 shooting, 3 for 6 from 3-point range. He had 3 assists to 1 turnover. His assist, his assist to turnover ratio has been really good this year. It's 2.5. That's a really safe number. That's a, just a solid, reliable, steady number. Um that three-point shot that was just absent. He he started the season 
missing 11 of his first 12 three-pointers. Actually made his, yeah, 11 of his first 12. He's 7 of, I think it's 7 of 14 now Mm -hmm. over the last three games. Um, 6 of 12 over the last two games in this back-to-back set, giving them that spark, kind of showing us that Gabe Vincent that we were told would be here. He was a three-point specialist in Sioux Falls. He's delivering on that now. And he was the guy that stepped in and filled that Tyler Hero void when they needed a little bit of confidence, when they needed a little bit of swagger. Gabe Vincent came in. He was stepping into jump shots. He had his first dunk of his career. He was doing all of that. Um, he said after the game he wasn't trying to be Tyler Hero. but And, and look, nobody is Tyler Hero. There's only one of him. But um, he gave them that bench spark that they so desperately needed tonight. I, I like to get some credit for that because on my, my Monday yes. madness, I, I did talk about that we were giving him – a hard time as a fan base. I thought a lot of people were discrediting what he was doing well, which is namely the defensive presence that's still there. Like he was getting into it. I don't know if for anybody who didn't watch the game, there was this constant back and forth between him and Raul Neto of the Washington Wizards. And it was just really entertaining to see these two backup guards have this really feisty competitiveness to them. Uh, Gabe got the upper hand completely because his offense was just clicking and I think we're going to start to see more of that as his confidence continues to build. Just as good to hear Jimmy, Bam, everybody else in his roster, Spo in particular, talk about how important it is for Gabe to know that he has their support, that they always trusted in him to be able to come through in these big moments, that there was never any doubt in their mind, and he steps up, and he just has a really big game. Just balancing offense and defense. Look, I mean, we were talking about that in terms of Jimmy. You got the two-way performance from Gabe as well. Just another big night for him. I, I'm sure everybody's got an opinion on Gabe Vincent. That's how good he was tonight. Yeah. And I think it's a, a strong performance for him. It's good to be able to get him incorporated into the rotation. I think it's continuing to expand because you got some solid performances from Caleb Martin. The previous game, you got a big night from Udonis Haslam. Victor Oladipo is still somewhere waiting in the wings, no pun intended. He's going to be able to perform off the bench as well. At least that's the expectation. Max Struess also, you know, he didn't have a big game tonight against the Wizards, but he produced against the Pelicans. He's just a lot of different guys stepping up. This bench continues to outperform all sorts of expectations. I asked Spo about it post-game. He said it's one of our strengths that we can continue to rely on somebody stepping up there. And he's always talked about the fact that as a whole, as media, people discrediting this team's bench was something that was probably overstated to a huge degree, that they always had a strong belief in the guys that they have in this roster. And it's just a matter of time before somebody else finds a way to contribute to. But tonight it was Gabe Vincent. All flowers to him. Great performance. Just a big night from him. And I think he's going to continue to be able to build up this in the future. Yeah, I mean, the key to this depth, look, I, I think it was fair to, to, to be skeptical of this bench. You know, you knew Tyler Hero would be a guy. Mark F. Morris, you weren't really sure what you were going to get of him. But, you know, you're relying on guys like Max Struess and, and Gabe Vincent. And um, it, it, I think what they needed always was at least one of those guys to sort of pop the way that Duncan Robinson did, the way that all the, you know, Kendrick Nunn's of the past, the, the Tyler Heroes of the uh, or the, the, the Tyler Johnsons of the past. Like, Ooh. you needed somebody to pop right now. And it looks like um, some nights it's Gabe Vincent, some nights it's Max Strews, some nights it's Caleb Martin. Uh, as long as you get one of those guys, I still have a little, I'm still a little, little cautious about saying that this is a deep team and that it's the strength sure. of theirs. I understand Spo is going to come out and say those things, but um, I will, I will give credit where it's due. Gabe Vincent's been awesome. I think on Monday during your Monday Madness, I said, I think my exact words were, "It's not Gabe Vincent's fault that he's Gabe Vincent." So let's be easy on him. Uh, and since I said that, he's been awesome. So what do I know?
<laughs> well, you know what you do know is how much you love Thanksgiving. We've talked about it for years. It's one of your favorite holidays, all the great foods. I know you're a side dishes kind of guy. Uh, but oh, yeah. one of the things that you can possibly do to fill in, if you're looking for a sweet treat to indulge in, you don't want to grab that slice of pecan pie. I know it's your favorite. It's mine as well. Pumpkin pie, a great choice. Raspberry pie, so many different options. And you know what? Instead, grab yourself a Bilt Bar. It's the new holiday dessert. You can cut up to hundreds of calories. You get just the nutrients that you're looking for without sacrificing any of the taste. They're 100% covered in chocolate, so you know that they're soft, easy to chew. And you know what? It can kind of break up, break the ice a little bit around what can be considered a somewhat awkward holiday on occasion. You know what? Your, your Aunt Betty's there. You were sitting around the table. She starts talking about something. And you just say, you know what? Try the Bilt Bar. You're guaranteed to love it. And Thanksgiving will be a, a big hit for you and everybody else. So go to Bilt.com right now. Use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order if you use the promo code LOCK15, but only if you go to Bilt.com. Just a reminder that you can always reach us via email at LockedOnHeat at gmail.com or via Twitter using the hashtag AskLOHeat. Be sure to please subscribe to the show and leave a review. And big news, we are planning our first ever watch party later on next week. We'll have some more information for you in the next couple of days, but make sure that you show up and match. We want to see all of you. We want to hear from all of our longtime fans. I know a lot of you might not be available here in South Florida, but if you are and you want to come check us out and watch some great basketball, have a couple of drinks and just talk to us, we're going to be there and we can't wait yep. to see all of you as well. And just another reminder, of course, to please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're getting a lot of great feedback and comments on, on the channel. We'd love to hear from you and that's another opportunity for you to reach out to us. But Wes, I, I kind of sprung this on you. I'm going to spring this on you because one of the things that has stood out to me of watching Jimmy dominate the last couple of games and amidst all this noise, I know it might not be easy for you to come up with a great answer right now, but is Miami relying too much on Jimmy Butler on a night when you get a quiet 20 points from Bam Adebayo, albeit an efficient one, and when uh, Kyle is not able to produce as well as he has on occasion, is Jimmy having is being asked to do too much? Because it kind of feels that way to me. No, I actually I, I, I would disagree with you on that. I think that this entire team is set up so that Jimmy can do exactly what he's doing, right? Um, I think having Kyle Lowry here, I know that he, he was three for eight. I mean, eight shots, eight points. Uh, it wasn't like it was it, he was terribly inefficient. He was one of five from three-point range. Um, but he had 12 assists tonight, right? And he kept turnovers low. And he's getting rebounds and and doing those things. Duncan Robinson is out there helping space the floor. Bam Adebayo is doing his thing from a rebounding perspective, somewhat from a playmaking perspective. I know his assists are down, but he's still such such a hub in the middle of the floor for them. Um, and he's spacing the floor. I know not from the three-point line like a lot of people want, but he is spacing the floor at least from the long two uh, area, and that's giving Jimmy Butler more room. Um, this this entire team, in a lot of ways, is designed so that Jimmy Butler could go to work the way he is. And we talked about it last night, David, about how he is just—he was just flat out mean with how he attacks smaller guards in post-up situations. Just flat out mean, angry, almost the way that he does it. And I love that he just—he knows what works and he goes at it every single time. Every time a small is switched on to him, he goes after that post-up. So uh, he's doing. He's finding his spots. He's picking his spots, and everybody's just spreading out and letting him do it. So, yeah, I, I, I it would be concerning to me if I thought that these this was a little bit more fluky. But it does feel like it's by design, so I'm not worried about it. And look, I, I did ask him that after the, the during the post game presser, and he, he wasn't concerned about it at all. He says that 
he he knows he can do more. I can't remember the exact quote. I wish I, I wish I had the audio to pull it up. But uh, you know, he's he's capable of scoring. At the same time, he's also very capable of getting other players going, and that's how he kind of thrives. He, he says that he kind of plays off of them and getting everybody else to to get their shots. And then when he has those opportunities to score, uh, I think that's when he's most capable of taking over the game. But look, it's been a phenomenal four games now, four game streak. Miami goes into Washington on the second night of a back, well, not back to back, but it's a home and home series against the Wizards. Their first in the Eastern Conference, at least for a few days. And we'll see what happens tomorrow and on Saturday. But it should be another great matchup against the Wizards on Saturday night. We won't have a recap for you then. But as always, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you always check out Locked on Heat for all the great coverage that you're expecting. Thank you so much for making our show your first listen every day. This is David Ramil signing off. Telling us to wrap it up, B. B stands for Bacardi Lounge. <laughs>